0: Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Name Redacted Podcasts.
1: You sound like you're hosting Masterpiece Theater right <laughs> you now. You do. My
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Just go. Sorry. Uh, so this week on the podcast we talked about uh, a lot of movies. We talked about some issues that you can have in production and working with others. Talked about the World Cup and the result. And we gave you guys picks at the end of the episode like we usually do. So we hope you guys can listen in and have a little bit of fun like we did. Uh, thank you for listening.
1: Grinsenna. Dude, you did wreck that cream soda. Really quickly. <clears throat> Cause I don't like when it gets warm. I never even let it get cold. Really? Well like, oh my god, this salt is really good. We're recording by the way. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, okay. okay.
1: Um, so no, I know? drink it before it gets cold. Like I never buy a six pack, I just buy one. And I always intend to put it in the fridge. And then I always end up drinking it like, Immediately before I get oh, there. the 32
2: ounces. They have a 32
1: ounce of well, the IBC like that, yeah. A, like, do they have it in a, in a big glass bottle, or do they yeah, have it in... a big glass bottle? Oh, wow. I got I stopped know. on the beach
2: one time because a cop thought it was beer. Right. I was like 12.
1: <laughs> 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 Dude, the um, what's the uh, the black cherry soda? Oh, yeah. You go at the delis? Dr. Dr. Brown's. Dr. Brown's. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting fact. I looked up last night because I was talking about Joan's Soda. Yeah. Oh. They've <laughs> had, like, they've had, like, awesome. They've had, like, over 150 flavors of Joan's Soda. That yeah, was it really? Yeah. My favorite thing when I first started
2: drinking was to mix Jim Beam and Green Apple Soda. Mm. It sounds like it would be terrible. Of course, But it's actually really, really, really good. I called it the Green Eyed Monster.
0: They had a bunch of, um, they have, like, a, a bunch of different seasonal flavors and, like, holiday flavors. But a lot of their flavors are weird. Like, for Thanksgiving, they had, like, turkey and gravy. Oh, I remember, like, yeah. I was
1: like, I. It's like the jelly belly of soda. I tried the bacon soda one time. I had the bacon. I've had bacon. I haven't had their bacon soda, but the no. bacon soda, that was pretty good. Uh, it tasted like bacon. I'm just not a fan of drinking I had, bacon. like, a, have you ever had chocolate soda? Yeah. Yeah. I had a bacon chocolate soda. Okay, I can see good. how that would work. I yeah. had a chocolate Coca-Cola
2: once from Steak and Shake.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a little different, but yeah, 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 those are pretty good. I like vanilla Sprite. It's I like vanilla problem.
2: Coke, period. Like, that's just... Dude, one summer I lived off of nothing but vanilla, like I was a teenager and I just discovered high-speed internet for the first time. <laughs> so I, I lived off of nothing but vanilla Coke, at Triscuits, and Easy I'm Chase. 58K. And, well, no, mm-hmm. this was, no, this was... um. This was like the first iteration of Roadrunner, so it was higher. Oh, so that's, okay, that's DSL. Um, so much porn and so much I remember, I, it's
1: weird, because I'm really young, but I remember getting 56k. And I remember how a deal that was. Yeah. I
2: remember when I got my first 128k modem. I was like, wow!
1: Is that corn? Yeah, there's corn in there. Oh. So what have you guys been doing this week, since we're recording us just eating chips, talking about soda, um, worked. I'm on a six-day swing right now, like, and it fucking sucks dick, but. I've done, I did more physical labor for the past two weeks. Jesus Christ. You guys know when, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I was in the middle of like, the paint job from hell. I had like 50 hours of painting to do it, I ended up getting paid. Really that just like sounded awful. Off 200 bucks for it. I went over and hung out and helped out a little bit. Yeah, you did. Thank you so much, dude. I would have shot myself. And then after that... I did not really do anything. I just, like, helped, helped tape up two rooms. Dude, it was, it was more than...
0: More still than, than any...
1: even know. Any, any help when you're painting? Especially when you're just, like, so frustrated. Yeah. And paint-fumed. Like, Oh, yeah. And then, after that, the job was actually over on Monday. I ended up leaving Sunday night to go up to the lake. To which, Rob's parents' lake house. So, yeah, thanks for the invite. That was awesome. <laughs> to paint more. Oh, God. And that's all I did that last week was paint. Was so like I Rob's literally had about ten days straight of just physical labor. Was that like Rob's deal? Like, we can totally go to the lake house, but... We no, no no. no, no, no. It wasn't even like, we can go to the lake house. It was like, we're going to the lake house to paint. Okay. I did get to ride a, wa- oh, a, a wave runner, which was fun. But for the most part, it was like, we, we got to play in the water like the last day. And that was it. Oh, wow. Okay. We broke a window. That was fun. We had to, one of the jobs we had to do outside of painting was whenever the house got painted before us, we were actually painting the dock, but the, uh, uh dock <clears throat> painting. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. The, uh, the, there's so many spiders, but the windows, <laughs> they've got like the rollout wow, windows where you like spin the thing and yeah. the window rolls up. And so they they got painted shut. Oh God. And so like chiseling at it and kind of like tapping it. And I went outside and like with a little like hand saw and was like sawing it open and stuff. And so, Rob was doing the same thing. He started to get some ground, and he got, like, banged up at the corner there, like where the wood is. Ooh. And he just kind of missed a tiny bit, hit the glass, and it was just, Psh! And we're like, fuck, now do, now we got to replace this glass. Like, okay, whatever. We've, we've been to enough, like, lived in enough houses that hosted bands that we know damn well how to re- replace windows. Yeah. And then, every place we called it was double-pane glass, so it's special Ooh. order. Because apparently, they, they have to make it, because yeah. they have to cut it to shape and put it together. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, because single-pane, they just cut it down. But double paint they have to cut both pieces down and then they have to have special machinery to like, diffuse them, diffuse them together and put like the whatever, it's not like straight up air in between, it's some kind of, some kind of gas, it's like, argon maybe? Probably not because argon's poisonous. Uh, I'm just gonna go with argon. (laughs) I'm gonna go with uh, helium?
0: Irradiated
1: helium. (laughs) Helium, you break the glass and your voice gets really, a a really high pitched hulk.
2: Do
1: you, right you guys see the Emmy nominations? No. you want to bring up the Emmy nominations? Uh, I, w- I don't know anything about I'm it. I'm trying to think
0: of what I did last week. Uh, you should bring them up
1: while Palmer's talking.
0: I worked. No. No. I worked all week. Fine. And ended up... It was one of those weeks where I couldn't sleep early enough, so like... I'd go to sleep at like 2 p.m. and wake up at like 9.30 and go straight to work after I like got up and took a shower. So Ugh. Um... And then, um. Damn
2: you, circadian rhythm!
0: Friday, uh. My my parents got back in town from Nepal last week. Friday. And left together the next day. uh, They, um. So Friday, I was like, hey, do you guys want to go out and, you know, I'll pay for dinner at the porch? I've never been to the porch. It's delicious It's a fucking fantastic. fantastic Amazing restaurant
1: Does that feel good When you can take your parents Out to dinner yeah. I love it's doing It's such that. a weird thing But it's so nice <laughs> like Nah man You spend so much money on I spent like
0: my life. <clears throat> I, Like it was me Both my parents And one of their friends And I spent like 65-70 bucks On dinner there That's not, um, That's not that bad And uh Like then afterwards Your parents also
1: Don't drink the way That your friends do No Right So it's always a lot cheaper <laughs> To take your parents out
0: on you. We got a free mojito That was cool Next. I'm not a fan of their mojitos Wait, no Probably margarita Yeah, we got margarita <laughs> Miss Julia.
2: I'm also not a fan <laughs> of their margaritas Because they put cilantro in it And 10% of the genetic uh, population you got the thing? Yeah
1: Rob's got the thing, too Yeah. You know.
2: Tastes like soap As I, uh, long as it's not too heavy Like, yeah. if it's just like in salsa Supposedly that's tied in, in with the asparagus piss thing Oh, totally My piss spills I don't have that either when I
0: eat asparagus, yep I don't know if mine does or not. I can't remember. I don't that think means you has. don't, um, you'd know. My, uh, but I don't ever so eat enough asparagus. I, so. I took them out for dinner, and then uh, our buddy Zolo, who we've talked about several times, works as a non-named manager at that place. Um, yeah, in other words, yeah. he does, he's a manager by responsibility, but uh, not but in name and not in pay, which <clears throat> sucks for that. him. I fucking
1: hate that shit. Um, so, it's like how some places have like the keyholder position, you know, where like the trainers, where it's like, "Yeah, guys, you're totally your managers. Uh, I'm gonna get home now." Yeah. Um, and nobody is subordinate to you. Yeah. yeah. So, but and everything so they don't
0: falls listen, on but, you. But yeah. I uh, so I went out there with them, and then uh, afterwards, um, since it's right next to Hoots, uh, Tony was like, "Yo, dude, I'm going over to Hoots afterwards," and I was like, "Good, I'll meet you up there." Um, so went up there, uh, him, two of his coworkers, and me. Uh, I bought everybody around, um, and um, Jesus,
1: boy, you never spend money like that. I really don't. I just it I, feels
0: good every once in a while that I'm. I
1: got a hundred dollars that I literally like rolled up and like stuck in a shoe somewhere, that is just like still away for the crawl. No, yeah, that's crawl money, dude. Yeah, I have that's uh, crawl money. Hundred
2: dollars. That's a, what I'm going in with, by the way. I yeah, have a jar. I'll probably match that. I have a jar with
0: with just cash. You gonna do the crawl? I don't know. Maybe you that should. Day it Free is. food if you're driving. I'll
1: drive. Well, fun. I think we need some more drivers. We do because JMT can only fit four, and he can only drive on the way back. But right. that's good because there'll be some people that that walk there probably who probably want to. Free right food there. for the drivers and free soda, and you get what I think it's like two drinks or something because we're we're out for like four hours. So I think you get like two beers or something like that too. So. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, no, I uh, so I went up and met him. I met two really cool co-workers that he has. One of them is a Wake Forest grad student. Um, did his undergrad at App. And is doing, uh, he's getting his third degree in six years. God yeah. damn. Um, that's not a
2: professional student, that is fucking efficient. <laughs> yeah. um, I know people who have got two and a half degrees and they've been in school for
0: 12 that's, that's years. Yeah.
1: It's Heideman Heidemann level efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> he's,
0: he's getting his third degree in six years and, uh, actually I think my dad's gonna be one of his readers. Although
1: they say after, what is are they all in the pieces? same, are they all in the same field? Or are they just completely disparate degrees?
0: I really don't know, cause I, I didn't find out what his first two were in, I okay. just know that his grad degree is he has his thesis coming up, and he wanted me to ask my dad if my oh, dad would be Oh, so it's a graduate degree. Yeah, I was gonna say because once you get one undergrad degree, if
1: you get two more in the same field, like no, no problem because half the classes are the same anyway. Yeah,
0: it's but no his. Uh, He's doing his graduate thesis, and he needs a third reader, so he asked if my dad would do it. So he like,
1: double major undergrad? And I have no idea. I think ins- he... That's insane, dude. I think
0: he might have uh, I done... I didn't even finish an associate's degree. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he might have done a single major undergrad and then gotten a second undergrad degree, and now he's getting his master's, or, yeah, yeah his... It's uh, like Natasha degree. that worked at uh, Rana Loka. She got her business degree mm-hmm. and her fucking law degree. Hey,
1: but I will say, me and Fulmer both went to school to learn how... Press record on this
0: iPad That is true And we can do it Like we learned What we needed to Without the degree Um, But uh No we um So I was out there With them And then uh This other person Who I met there Who's his co-worker Is the And the reason That I ended up Talking to her Was she was wearing Steampunk gear At the counter Okay And we started Talking about it Um And my dad saw The goggles around her neck And he was like I want a pair of those For class And I was like What? And he was like I want them but I want them to have lenses. Like I wanna actually have steampunk goggles for class. So my dad as a professor at Wake Forest wearing steampunk goggles would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be but really cool. She came out and she uh, How would you mean,
2: like to be a first year and just walk in to fucking Steve Homer <laughs> with dude. steampunk
1: goggles on? Oh, your God. dad totally seems Steve-punk. Your what? dad seems- Steve, Steve Punk. Punk. Steve Punk. Your dad totally seems like, like, smoking jacket and pipe kind of professor. No, he's dashiki professor.
0: Well, <laughs> true, true. He's, he's also, he's very clearly tweed and leather elbows. But it's the same kind of guy. Yeah, it is. Same kind um, of guy. Consequently,
1: Wensley, goggles. if anybody knows where I can get a smoking jacket, I need one. And I actually, got legi- one. do you? Okay, cause I need it for a thing we're doing. We'll talk about it off
0: I see, I'll see if it's still intact. Oh, no, if it's not, that's is, great.
1: Okay, um... I, I can go ahead and say this. We're launching a, a video network on YouTube, and one of the shows is going to be Rob reading poetry. And so we want to do it all Masterpiece Theater with a smoking jacket and a pipe, and, and we're uh, going to do it in front of the green
0: screen. Since, since you were talking about that... Uh, we might even just um, do it in front of the fireplace, which would be hilarious. That would be big awesome. big TV's over it. Yeah. So. Uh, actually, there's one... one you Log on the yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> One thing, actually, that I... Uh, Right before I get into the girl... Is that public domain? I don't think it's public domain. There's absolutely public domain. No, dude, CBS owns that.
2: Okay, we'll, we'll record a fucking fire burning.
0: <laughs> and put it on the TV. On loop. Um, but no, so my... Uh, before I get into the, the last person... that Actually, what would be funnier is if we record the fire burning in a log... But we also record the person walking up and stoking the fire... And putting more logs and stuff in it. Like, just record that. With no sound? But anyway, um, uh, one thing that I think uh, we might end up doing is, um, as you guys know, we interviewed a guy named Todd Davis who mentioned that he has a, um, an idea for um, a Hoarders episode with R2-D2, and he yeah, sent he me a script a for that. Yeah, he threw us a bunch of treatments, right? Yeah, he threw us uh, a few treatments, so that's something we might do. Um, but anyway, the, the girl that I met with, with Tony was uh, this girl named Susan who has her own... Um, she does steampunk paraphernalia and she also does modeling and she's really popular. Um and Jay uh. Jay
1: King could probably
2: help. Jay he has King a lot help. of Star Wars paraphernalia. That'd be a good Yes, he does. Cool. He has like an entire fucking
0: storage locker. Oh, full that's of it.
1: perfect then. That's, that's um, orders right there. Like, and, I don't know if it's um, full, but he's got a
0: lot. He, uh, so, so I met Cam her and down. she's, she's really interesting and um she also is very clever and very funny. Um, and she loves Adventure Brothers, which is awesome. Um, I've told the Space Panther tattoo story six times in the past week and a half. How
1: the hell did I ever become friends with you guys not having watched Venture Brothers? I don't know. Just
0: we slipped, through the, slipped through the cracks on that one, apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, no, so she uh, she, she, somebody will get on um, on the show at some point. And um, the only other thing I really did in the last week was uh, I placed third in the War of Light tournament out in salisbury played some dixit played some cards against humanity and then yesterday i went to honore my friend for 21 years i saw
1: that picture you posted
0: yeah um we've our our friendship is old enough to drink um yeah and uh she's moving to chapel hill and i went to her going away party with her and her boyfriend um and that was super fun i didn't Uh,
1: do anything fun
0: and i watched all i've i've now finished how i met your mother for the second time i, I still through.
1: haven't even finished the last season um my girlfriend is calling me guys i'll be right back all right um so we're going to see her tomorrow i know that's why she's calling me
0: Okay. Yeah. Hey. um
1: what was that
0: so chris is leaving tomorrow to go to portland for a month or and so then, or so a month give or take he doesn't have a ticket back yet he's just going to buy it when he wants to um and I'm going to be gone from this coming Saturday until next Friday. And Thursday. I'll be taking... Thursday. I'm sure I'll be taking a trip. Yeah. At some point in so, the future. So, we'll just be, we'll be off-grid for a little while. Um, Not a little while.
2: We'll record when we can. I and mean, we can always yeah. Skype in with him.
0: Um, but, no, it, it's really cool because we've, we've started um, putting together the podcast network um, that... That's gonna be kind of an all-inclusive thing. It's not just gonna be the podcast, but like, the podcast network, quote unquote, is going to encompass the YouTube channel and the podcast network. So, uh, and it's not just gonna be an, uh, an area local thing. It's gonna be, you know, if, if anybody else Wants to get in on it. If you want to send us, you know, some of your material and have us listen to you or watch your YouTube channel, yeah. And
1: if you want to try to, if you want to try to start a new podcast or something, we can do some like beta. We can help you out. We'll do some like beta tests and stuff and, and yeah. see if it's something that would work for both of us.
0: We we tried to get my friend Zolo on today because we've been trying to get him here for forever, but he's doing dinner and I think it's a long dinner, so he's not going to make it. Um, but pretty soon we'll have we'll have some guests on for you yeah. guys and. It's just, it's been hard to coordinate recently because everybody's been so damn busy.
1: I do want to have, I was thinking, um, I want to have some of the other guys on from the other podcasts we're launching too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think uh, it's funny because I'm going out to Portland and I'll be out there long enough that that Tim LaCroix from We Might Be Nerds is actually going to be in Portland because he's moving to Portland. Yeah. So there's going to be an overlap. And we found out that he's never seen Portlandia and oh so we're God. actually going to review Portlandia while we're both in Portland. <laughs> oh, God. And, That'll uh, be fun to listen And Emily to. will probably be a guest on that episode, I'm sure, because she loves that show. And uh, obviously has the most Portland experience. Put a bird I've, on.
0: I've honestly seen only a few episodes of that show, but I love it. Put like, a bird on
1: it. Yeah, the it's really funny. Put a bird really on it skit
0: is really, It's kind of really hit funny. or miss,
1: but did you have you seen the sequel to Put a Bird on it? I haven't. We can pickle that? We can pickle that. That's <laughs> But so I was gonna say when I'm out there, um, we might figure something out where we can record. We might be nerds, and then I'll hang out with Tim still, and then we yeah. can just Skype him in and yeah, and yeah. have him as a guest on this and talk about that
0: podcast too. Um, I think my my personal favorite sketch from uh, Portlandia, because I had so many friends who were Greensboro in Greensboro. Like a lot of the tattoo community for a few years was really big into straight edge vegan and fixed gear bikes. Yeah. So the fixie, the fixie is hilarious. Like on your left, uh, he's like, he's just, uh, I'm on a bike. I'm on a bike. I'm turning. I'm on a bike. Watch out. I'm on a bike on the left lane on the bike. Who put this dumpster here? F- Whole Foods is corporate. Like that is the friends that I hung out with for about two yeah, years. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, so when I saw that, I was like, Oh my God, this is all my friends. Cause this guy's got like a bunch of, Old school tattoos and huge plugs. Like, this is clearly my friends. I am. Um,
2: my personal favorite is Battlestar Galactica.
1: Yes, that is with, that. Ro- with oh, Ronald my, D. Moore. With Ronald D. Moore. AirPods. They find a guy, so they watch all of Battlestar Galactica. And it's like a longer skit. I think it's like, you know how like the last one's usually longer? It was either it's, that or it was like the... Um,
2: it's either the opener or the closer. It was, or a,
1: actually, I think it might have been... Because you know how sometimes they do it like the Mighty Boosh where there's just the one skit that kind of ties them all together? That might have been it, but basically they just watch Battlestar Galactica from start to finish. They're like, and it's ends. over, but it never ended. But it ended. But it didn't end. And so like, we're going to find Ronald D. Moore, and we're going to write another episode. And so they find some random dude named Ronald, Ronald D. D. Moore who's never heard of Battlestar Galactica before, and they write another episode with him. And then they're like, okay, finally that's the conclusion. Now what? And somebody walks up and they're like, have you ever heard of Doctor Who? <laughs> and they show him watching it from like they the a,
2: 60s They also do a bit where um, In that same episode Where they get like Edward James Almost And a couple other people from the cast To do a table read yeah. Of the <laughs> of, of the, the other of Ronald D. Morris script Oh god that, <laughs> okay. And as a binge In a binge watching culture that, that we're in now Like it's so fucking true
0: It's funny cause that Whenever somebody says it ended but it didn't end My first thought is Samurai Jack
1: Oh, I thought you That's were going to say back. Firefly.
0: No, because I watched a few episodes of Firefly, and it's one of those things that I really wanted to like, and I just ended up not liking it I didn't much. like the
2: aesthetic. It wasn't my thing. Uh, it I've just,
1: never seen it, it was, I don't it was think. It not that great. I'll probably end up watching it, because I'm watching a lot of TV shows that I don't necessarily... Samurai Jack is coming. That I wouldn't necessarily.
0: Yeah, Otherwise,
1: if, uh, if I didn't have a podcast about them, so I may end up watching it. But Firefly has never struck me out. It's, it, it falls into that like space fantasy thing that I could kind of give a shit about
0: there's um to, to kind of jump topics a little bit because we haven't really touched on a whole lot of this kind of uh whole current event stuff um i found one current event that's a really interesting current event um that i i was like you know what I'll, i want to bring this up there's a guy in canada who after 14 years in a 9-11 bunker came up
1: i question the veracity of this that's story. not true what do you mean? It's not nine eleven. it was Y2K. I mean, sorry, Y2K, But time. it's also not true. If you look at the other articles on that website, they're very clearly farcical. Oh, is it like kind of an onion type thing? Yeah, yeah. What episode what what, what is it? Man. I don't remember what the name of the website was, because I saw that, and I was like, oh, this is cool, I don't know if this is real or not. But then they talk about, like, apparently there's some documentary, but there's no credits given to the documentary, there's no name on it or anything, it's just uh-huh. the documentary, and then the other articles were, like, very, like uh National Enquirer, like oh. kid marries alien teacher kind of stuff so oh.
0: whatever my man shut, shut down <laughs> well, I just saw the I just saw the one article and listened to like 5 minutes of audio and I was like oh cool
1: I want it to be true I do too and and I mean honestly like even National Inquirer and what's the other one uh the World News Weekly, Weekly or whatever World, Weekly World News yeah I mean even once in it's a while stellar. they have stuff that's just crazy weird that is true
0: yeah so well, then, to say,
1: really? But I haven't seen. I only saw from one source so far. Okay.
0: Well, in that case, never mind. My point is moot. <laughs> but that's okay.
1: I mean, once we get
2: some
0: sources. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I oh, mean, how I, I want it to be true.
0: If somebody really did just hold up in a bunker for the last 14 years,
2: who's like crawls out
1: expecting
0: and to be it's like totally possible out. too? Because people have
1: like that much food stored up and stuff. But yeah. the other thing, I mean, those people have radios. Yeah. Like they wouldn't they would know. Yeah. Unless he's severely delusional and thinks it's all a ruse
2: to get him to come out.
0: Either that or I mean if you're in a if you're in an isolated bunker that cuts off reception to things
1: Leadline bunker. Shortwave will still get out.
0: Oh, yeah. Then never mind. I take back what I said. <laughs> Did
1: you know
2: cancel canceled orange is the new black? Wait, what?
0: Did they? Yeah. Why? Wait,
2: really? Yeah. Why? Uh, rumor has it there was like some big fallout between the head of C- uh, Netflix
1: and the creator. That sucks. The Dejected second killing? season is so good. Yeah. But now I'm thinking about it. That might be fake too. Yeah. I don't think... It's up for Emmys, dude. Why yeah. would they cancel a show that's up for Emmys? I don't know. Consequently, Fred Armisen is up for an Emmy.
2: Hmm. For Portlandia? Yes. Good. Is yeah, it still a
1: show? Yeah.
2: yeah. Absolutely. I didn't know that. Season three's not on Netflix
1: yet, but yeah. It's, I uh, thought it was
0: older than that.
1: No, nah, it's pretty new. I, mean, I think they—it's been around for like four years, but it's like a third season kind of deal. Like used, they do. Well, Fred Armisen was still also doing S&L. SNL, and now he's the leader of the band on
2: Late Night with Seth Meyers. So yeah, he's—he's he's, we're yeah. Gallic territory.
0: Oh,
1: I relate. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <clears throat> um, well,
0: that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that he even played. Intro- I actually had an interesting conversation yesterday about Johnny Depp. Johnny yeah. Depp is apparently from the same hometown that Trisha is from, or that where Trisha lives. So he's from the, in the middle of fucking nowhere in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, he went to Owensboro High School, which is where she she lives. She lives in Owensboro. And then I was like, because she was like, hey, a little bit of trivia about, uh, about Johnny Depp. And I was like, oh, cool. Here's a little bit more trivia about Johnny Depp. He started out trying to be a musician and was actually the guitarist on the first Oasis album because Joel was too drunk to play guitar. He still does music. He's got a band. Yeah, playing. but he's not... But he's not, like, right. famous because he's a musician. No, no, no. no, no. Have you
1: heard my black. Johnny Depp story? I can't remember if I told it on the podcast or not. Uh-uh. It's not me, personally. I wish it was. I have a lot of cool celebrity stories, but this is not mine. I mean, um, did you watch River Phoenix die with him, die with Johnny Depp on the room of the Viper room? Or? So, I went out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It got dark. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> it to happened. go To go snowboarding <laughs> senior year, and, um... One of the No was, you did tell this Did I? You I did About like
0: About how uh, Like Johnny Depp was, was Dude was playing pool With Johnny was, Depp Like yeah. talking
1: shit About Johnny Depp And yeah, so was like Yo th- you're
0: playing pool Against Johnny Depp Johnny Depp was like Didn't look like Johnny Depp At the time And he was like What do you think about The new Johnny Depp Yeah movie? It was the rear window Or not the rear window Was it the, the window. Secret window Secret, window. secret window. window And he was like I don't know man I don't like Johnny Depp's kind of Falling off And somebody was like Dude that's Johnny Depp
1: well, but it's actually interesting because the thing about Johnny Depp is he's one of the actors who just does not watch his own movies. Uh-oh. So he probably has that conversation a lot, actually, because he's—you have to, as an artist, kind of go through that like self-review process. And so I'd imagine his is probably very heavily on, you know, observational public opinion, user opinion, right? Yeah, yeah which is which is kind of a cool way. Like, hey, what'd you think of the new al- the new album? Like, I haven't heard it since we finished mastering. You know, it actually,
0: it kind of it's it's kind of curious to me because I've had this conversation with people. ...who make fun of me for listening to our podcast. Um, and I actually had this conversation and they started laughing at me because I was like, yeah, I absolutely listen to our episodes of the podcast. And they were like, why? Why do you do that? You were already on it. And I was like, well, there are several reasons. One, it's still entertaining to go back and listen. I'm not listening to listen to myself talk. I'm listening to remember the funny things that we said... And to hear, like, our guests talk. Right. And, see like, what played, see what didn't see play. What played, yeah, like, to kind of review it. And also, like, it, it reminds it me of... It also, sup-
1: anybody who hasn't ever recorded a podcast, if you listen to a podcast, it is a much, much, much different experience than being, than on being it. at it and recording it. Yeah. I don't know why, but <laughs> when you listen to it, it feels so much, so much different. different. Yeah, it does. Uh,
0: I feel like it always goes different. When I'm talking than when we actually put it up, like it always feels I like listened a to, flow. I listened to the Heroes Con floor episode. Oh, that was way different than what I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, me like. too. Um, but one big thing that, that kind of brought- It feels up so much name. more professional than it was. Yeah. Oh god. Um, <laughs> one thing that really kind of, that kind of brought that to a head for me was I was thinking about the idea of what Donald Glover said in his stand-up skit, which is being in the entertainment business is the only thing where you can't do, like, you can't do what you do at work without seeming conceited. Like, yeah. you can't listen to your own product. Like, like you said, he was like, you can't work at, like, if you work at Subway and you go home and make a sandwich, you're not going to have one of your friends be like, getting a little bit conceited, aren't we? Like, but if you're in your car listening to your own album, people are going to be like, what the fuck are you
1: doing? Or if you're an accountant, like, are you not going to double check all your work? You yeah. <laughs> know, like... Are we you get not one do shot. Own
0: taxes well, we get bart- one
1: shot to do this. We're doing this live right now. Yeah. You know. As a
2: bartender, if I made you guys a shitty drink,
0: yeah. That's you know. why bartenders taste their drinks.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Exactly. That's almost the opposite. Cuz if Colin I makes two. If Colin you know. makes me a drink when I'm not in the bar, I expect it to be good. Yeah. yeah. Cuz yeah. he's representing
0: himself bar- and train. his business. Yeah. <laughs> my trade. You know? And and it was just funny that he mentioned that because it is true that in the entertainment business, It's the only thing you can really do that people are like, that people don't want you to, to enjoy your own, your own trade. People don't want you to watch movies you're in. They don't want you to listen to your own albums because they're like, you did that. Why do you want to listen to it? Having
1: said that, if I had a producer that I absolutely trusted, I would love to be able to go in, track a record, listen to it once after it got finished and forget Never about it, it again. because there's so much like we just we just mastered our EP this week yeah and we actually drove back from Virginia after we'd been working to master the EP and then wake up and start working more but uh you know I've heard these same tracks for over a year now and like they're not even the so way we I. play them anymore you know <laughs> and it's just like hey that there's a certain element of it just like I don't want to hate my own music you yeah. know and but also because you know, I have an opinion of it, and Rob has an opinion of it, and Alex was in there mastering with us, and he has an opinion. And if we had a producer that we trust, like, honestly, if any one of the three of us went in there, we'd come out with something good. But the would other two of different? us... Right, and the other two of us would have problems with it. Yeah. But if we sent a producer in and said, you know what you're doing, just take care of it, make it something that I can sell, and then I don't have to be involved in that process, it's probably better, because then they're going to come out with something that's more objective than what I'm going to do because there's things that I want to hear that maybe aren't necessarily what's best for the track yeah. and then it's just going to be a product and it's going to be a good product because somebody else took care of it and, and my personal bias didn't affect it and, and there were party source politics and stuff involved in it was well, like I've always said if you get too deep into it you can't see the forage for the trees yeah I mean that's how you get shitty art honestly yeah. like if you're working on art by yourself and you're absolutely competent enough to do that it's never going to suck as long as you're that competent where it starts to suck is it's like this This is why I was talking to Trey the other night like there's people I can't work with because like especially with like design stuff is a big one because I have a very specific design aesthetic that I have as opposed to somebody like Cecily has a very specific design aesthetic Mm -hmm. that she has and I have her critique my work and vice versa but if I was to collaborate with her it'd be a train wreck because her stuff is so clean and my stuff is so messy and she might give me an idea I'm like "No, no 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 that sucks but then if she did it without me involved it'd be great and I'd look at it at the end and be like, "Oh, that's really good. I get what you're going for." But it's so hard to see someone else's vision sometimes. It's
0: hard to take yourself out of the equation,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. because it's just like, no. I mean, I would totally do this. I would make it look all grungy and kind of rough around the edges, and the spacing would be it's... a little bit weird. And she's like, no, "No, no, no. I'm way too OCD for that. Everything has to be perfectly, you know, left aligned, block text." I
0: I actually ran into that problem when I was coaching soccer. Uh, I was the assistant coach for Reynolds for uh, for a season. Yeah. Um, and one of my really good buddies, actually Colin knows him, uh, Adam Gall. Yeah. Um, was the, uh, was that main, was the head coach. And Adam's somebody that me and, and Colin have known since, uh, since we met because Adam was part of summer enrichment with us in the right. acting program. And Adam, I didn't know until years later was actually a really good soccer player. Um, so he was like, Hey man, I have a spot for assistant coach if you want it, mm-hmm. if you want to come out and help train. And I was like, cool and we have a totally different style of the way that we want certain positions done and like how we want certain positions played yeah and so it was kind of weird to have to sit there and and you know ultimately he has the final say in everything but like i had to take myself out of the equation and be like this isn't your team you're yeah. here as as basically a third party observer that gets input to help right. so the the positions that we butted heads on Ultimately, he got the final say, and I was like, "I have to accept that." Right. As, as a like, which is tough. Yeah, and it is very hard. And you always have to do that, that to some degree.
1: But like, like this is the reason me and Joe Davis have never played music together. Yeah. I've known Joe Davis longer than any human that I still know outside of my family. Yeah. And like, but we cannot play music together. But like me and you, we jointly run a RPG campaign. Yeah. Because I can kind of give you a treatment, and you just run, run with it. it. And yeah. I trust your decisions. And sometimes there's stuff that maybe I don't agree with, but then. Oh well, it happened, and we work it out. Yeah, you know, and uh, and it's never something that's so like catastrophically different from my vision that I
0: have to be worried about it. Yeah, you know. Uh, but actually, since I brought up the soccer thing, World Cup just ended yesterday. Holy crap! Just it was crazy. What what a great run of the World Cup this year! Like it was a really some, good World Cup. Some really weird disappointments. Some really interesting games. Uh, some big surprises. Uh, some huge upsets. Some huge upsets. Some really big upsets in the knockout round. Really big
2: upsets in the, in the group round.
0: In the group, yeah, that are in the group round. Um, that was Spain, the, Portugal. S- Spain, Portugal. And, well, Portugal never really does as well as you think they're going to because they only really have two guys. I know, but but still. like Italy and Spain both got knocked out in the group round, which is really really unheard of. Well, the uh, U.S.
1: made it to the knockout round. Right. Well, they
0: all they almost always do. U.S. Only, almost it's, always makes. It's the, only it to per, the it's the
2: first time they've ever made it consecutive World Cups. No, first time in U.S. United States, United States team history they've ever made the knockout round
0: in two consecutive World Cups. Really? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was. More I than watched it. ESPN so much during uh, the World okay. Cup. <laughs> the uh, w- another weird fact, other than Brazil, um, America is the uh, has the longest running span of being in the cons- uh, in the cup consecutively. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Every other, every other country um, has had at least one round where they just did, or one World Cup where they didn't make it in for some reason. Huh. Can we
2: talk about who won
0: or is that spoilers? Oh, absolutely talk about who won. Germany. Germany on a,
1: beautiful, a sport. beautiful, Sports spoilers. First of all, most people who listen to this don't watch sports. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, sports are, you think movie spoilers are inescapable?
2: Sports sports try televoting a
1: sport and waiting more than two days to watch it. Yeah, you can't try watching, waiting like eight hours. Yeah, to yeah.
2: watch it. I, mean, I did that one time with the opening <laughs> opening day for um, one year in baseball was in Japan. Mm-hmm. It was like it was Red Sox Yankees. Was the yeah, yeah, day yeah. I, remember that. I recorded it because it came on at like four o'clock in the morning, and I had to be at work. I and mean, I walk. I woke up, turn on my television, forgot it was on ESPN.
1: Boom! Right there. Red it basketball. doesn't even matter. You Mother could be watching the morning news. You could be watching yeah. Price is Right, and the clip comes on from the morning news that yeah. tells you who. Won. Yeah. You know, like. Um,
0: but the the final game was was uh, was was Argentina was Germany. Argentina- Germany. Germany. Uh, it was a grueling game. It went into overtime. Really um, fucking physical. A Really, really physical, physical. game. Germany
1: was so on top of their shit from
0: from day, day one. one. They had one bad game, and actually, this is the funny thing. Is that my dad said almost every World Cup team has one bad game in their run before they get to the final. And it just so happens that Argentina didn't. They didn't have a bad game. No. Which kind of explains a little bit of like why they why they might have lost. Yeah. But also like the big thing was it came in like, I think the, um, there's, it's two 45 minute halves. Um, and then after the 45 minute halves, it was still tied zero zero. So they go into two overtime 15 minute halves.
2: So Fifteen minutes, and then they switch, uh, sides. switch sides. How do they stoppage when
1: when it goes into overtime? They it's still it's it's still
0: like whatever whatever uh, like
1: do they tack it on to the end of overtime or do they tack it on to the end of the ninety? Each half, each half. Okay. So, so they'll like, tack uh, on they'll tack it they'll do like
2: say if it's in overtime, and then if it goes to like 14 minutes and there's still possibly something going on. They'll add two minutes and then it goes into 17 minutes and then they'll stop it.
0: Yeah. And then it'll start back in the clock, we'll say 15 minutes, but there were okay. still, there were still two minutes of stoppage time, so okay. it went into 17. But um, it came in like the last, like what, five, 10 minutes of the second, uh, overtime half. I want to say it was at like one, 110th minute. Yeah, it was, it was really late in the game and this nice little chip cross came in from the outside. Boop. Chest trap. Chest trap from, from a 22 year old kid who came in off the bench. Fresh legs. Fresh legs. Traps it across his body, turns in and side and like, basically he does a side volley and he, he clips it off the outside of his foot and it just sweeps into the far side of the net and it was just so pretty. Do you remember that, did you hear about the German soccer player who got caught with a boner? Anybody no. see
2: that? That uh, uh. was that guy. Anyway, just saying. Like, uh.
0: but like that was amazing. Like, it was such a nice play, and it was a great World Cup all around. Like, it was um, one big thing to mention after the airlift, <laughs> since apparently
1: this is the worst, dude. I don't understand how I'm... this happens like this here. Oh, Air because car. the
0: because the Wake no, Forest medical center. just that, we
1: get a bunch of weird ass noises.
0: Yeah, um, but Tim Howard. Howard. In the game against Belgium. Oh, my God. Did
1: you see the secretary of defense thing? Yes,
0: that's what I was going to mention. 16 saves, which is the most saves in a World Cup game since, like, 64, maybe? Something like that. Oh, in yeah. the 60s. And they lost that game, but he, he stopped 16 shots on goal. And allowed goal, one or two. And he allowed two. and Didn't win goaltender of the and cup. And didn't win goaltender of the cup, which was weird. But, like, Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, the, Argenti- the Argentine team points, only yeah. let in three goals the whole World Cup. Okay, that's fair. The whole cup, they only got three goals scored against. Yeah, but them. is that
1: the goalie, or is that just having a bad offense? You, it depends on how many shots on goal they had. On yeah, the well, I mean, but you know, get what I'm saying, though. Like, well, I,
0: well, that's the thing, though, is that in the World Cup, nobody has a bad offense that late into the cup.
1: No, but like they, th- but America's offense definitely didn't support Tim Howard.
0: No, I mean, but, but that's the thing is that it's, it's not only that, but like from the standpoint of best goalkeeper, you also gotta think like, in the entirety of that World Cup run, which is three games in the, or in the group round, and then, what is it, one, two, three, four more games. Yeah. For the, So seven games, yeah. he let in three goals.
1: No, I mean, dude, that's don't get me dirty. Wrong. That's insane.
0: Yeah, and so that's probably why that guy won it. Which, but it is
1: like Colin said. I feel like some of that kind of lays back on shots on goal, too, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. it does lay back on but shots like on goal. Like, like Tim three. Howard
1: makes 16 saves in one game. That
0: means your defense is also kind of shitty. Well, yeah. also true. So, also but, um, but, no, like, the funny thing is, as Chris mentioned, uh, the next day on Wikipedia, the U.S. Department of De- Defense page on Wikipedia was Tim Howard. That was, <laughs> and, and Wikipedia was cool with it. They left it there for a little while. Oh, yeah. Which was really, really And then funny. that hashtag was going around things. A little while was like an hour, but that's yeah. you know, way longer Dude, than most of those things last. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, also there was that hashtag going around things Tim Howard can save. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see like that. Like Jack at the end of Titanic. <laughs> your parents'
0: marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, uh, I thought that that was kind of a funny little, those memes were pretty Oh,
1: good. that were great. Going back to the Emmys for a second, just because i okay. talked about it for so long last night, something interesting that Brock, my, my other co-host from We Might Be Nerds, said on Facebook this week was that he was looking through the nominations, and for voice acting, the nominations were, like, the guy who's currently Mickey Mouse, <laughs> there was, like, some other weird ones, and then there's a Disney Channel show called Dog with a Blog, Yeah, I've heard of it. About a dog with with a a blog. blog. By the way, I actually saw an episode of this this past week. Disney Channel TV, never been great. I mean, I'm a fan of Even Stevens. Even Stevens, yeah. Kim Possible. Kim Possible was actually
0: decent. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World was ABC. Was ABC. Which is owned by Disney. Right, but Disney Channel's not. It's not the same thing. Different company. Yeah. No,
2: no, Disney owns ABC, and that's why Disney now has Girl Meets World.
0: Right, because of the licensing thing, but it's a different production house. Yeah. Disney doesn't produce ABC shows. ABC no, I still know that, it. but I'm just saying, like,
2: Boy Meets World is still part of that. Sure. It's very Disney. Why not? Anyway.
1: <laughs> um Because I fucking sense so. that. So, the guy who voices the dog on Dog with the Blog. Oh, so all those shows suck now, by the way. Like, worse than they did when we were kids. Oh, The so yeah. writing is atrocious. But the guy who plays the dog on Dog with a Blog... Got a nomination, an Emmy nomination for Best Voice Actor. No John DiMaggio, no Tara Strong, no Billy West, no John H. Benjamin, no John H. Benjamin. What? Yeah. God damn.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Fuck the Academy. The guy who plays Mickey Mouse and the dog where, from Dog. Where with has the there even
0: been a Mickey Mouse show in the past ten years?
1: I mean, there's a handful of them. It's kind of like Looney Tunes. It pops up, it goes away, but it's not. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that John H. Benjamin is, his acting is very much typecast, in a way. You'd think that. Because he's, uh, I mean, as far as like, when you look at voice acting, like, yeah, he's, his delivery is great, but the his characters... His delivery's all the same. It's all the same voice. I can watch... I, I mean, can... like, his, his rhythm and pacing and yeah. stuff, or that kind of delivery
0: is very good. But his actual, the character he builds is always the same. He's got the exact same voice. Well, it's he doesn't do any different voices. He doesn't do any different voices. But they're very different characters. But it's very different character. Like he does, he does. Yeah, it's different pacing and rhythms. But it's all the same. It's not like people like Billy West who do thirty-five different voices.
2: I mean, I can tell the difference between Bender and Jake the Dog. Yeah, but it's
1: not anymore. It's not
2: more than Archer and Bob. It is more. Barely. Ah. Jake the Dog is more high-pitched, but. Barely. Bender has
1: more, like, cheek in his talking. <laughs> but it's barely,
0: dude. Like, if you're not talking John to somebody DiMaggio's who's... John DiMaggio's more
1: drunk when he's playing Bender. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the difference. Oh, yeah.
0: The big difference... Also, John DiMaggio
2: as the Joker in Under the Red Hood was really good. Yeah, I didn't good. know it was John DiMaggio that until was the end. Yeah, I
0: actually didn't... I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, interesting note. I you mean, can also do a very, very, very good David Lee Roth. Another funny thing from that podcast, just to get people to listen to it real quick, that I think you guys will appreciate because you haven't heard it yet, is that Tim was talking, and he we were talking about Planet of the Apes last week, right?
0: I really want to see the name.
1: I want to, too. It just came out. I really I want to well. <laughs> really see it.
2: Made 73 million at the box office. Jesus, that's
1: so cool, because it's kind of a movie franchise that people don't give a shit about outwardly, but everybody loves. You know, I, Rise, I was, Rise I, was so fucking good. it just doesn't, it doesn't I get the fanfare that everything else it. gets. That's but people true. love it, you know? And so, anyway, we were talking about that, and we were talking about the Marky Mark-Tim uh, Burton love ordeal. Affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, mean Marky Mark-Michael uh, Bay. Yeah, Tim Burton was producer.
2: On Transformers? No. No. On what? Planet Rise. of the Apes.
1: Or on uh, Dawn. Dawn. No, Dawn yeah, not Dawn. Just Planet of the Apes, the remake. The Marvel, oh, yeah, oh, he directed oh, it, too. Yeah, sorry. I was like, sorry. Um, anyway, so it ends with a shot of the ape as Abraham Lincoln and Lincoln Memorial. Apparently, in an issue of um, Jay and Tyler Bob, the comic book, that same scene happens. And that came out way before Planet of the Apes did. So apparently Kevin Smith and Tim Burton had a little feud for a second, where he's like, fuck you for ripping off my thing. And Tim Burton's response is, anybody who knows me knows I wouldn't read a comic book. To which Kevin Smith says, Anybody who's seen Batman already knows it. Well, you know, they've oh. had a tiff. <laughs> Tim, Burton
2: and, Tim Burton and Kevin Smith have had a tiff since Superman Lives, because yeah. Kevin Smith wrote the original draft of the Superman Lives script, and Tim Burton was like,
0: Pfft. "Yeah." And I assume that the original draft that Kevin Smith wrote was probably better than the one they used. I've
2: read it. Um, I. Uh, he like stuck to what the producer asked for, which was Superman doesn't fly, Superman doesn't have a cape uh, and he has to fight a giant spider in the third act. Producers. And for oddly producers. enough, the producer of that movie was a producer of Wild Wild West. Yeah. And guess what there was at the end of Wild Wild West in Act three? Giant spider. A Giant yeah. fucking spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got what he wanted eventually.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh Yeah. So I thought that was funny, because it's like I don't I don't understand why Tim Burton knowing me. That he directed Batman would even say that. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, it's kind of. I don't read comic books. No shit. No
1: shit. So I, I I I kind of have the same relationship. Because I love with Batman '89. I have the same relationship yeah. with Tim Burton that I have with Tarantino, though. It's very. It's love hate. It's too. It's too over. Stylized. See, life. that's the thing is that but I like, like little... I like
2: Tarantino's. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. I do.
1: Well, the thing about
2: Tarantino... I would never ape off of it.
1: No, my problem with Tarantino... Oh, I do all the time. Um, (laughs) The the problem with Tarantino is that Quentin Tarantino should not be a name that you know. He would be much better off being the guy in the background doing what Tarantino does. Yeah. And the fact that he's now this big, larger-than-life personality I think takes away from the movies because you kind of go see him with this like, certain, like, this is Quentin Tarantino, and then it's like, man, I don't want it, I just... I, I get it, whatever. You know, I mean where if he was just like in the background as the producer role or the writer or the director, just kind of the same way that any other producer or writer or director are, like, okay, well cool, like he does some cool stuff. And if you let other people actually do their jobs in the movies you're doing, then it's gonna be a lot better than just saying, I'm this I'm a filmmaker and it's like, No, you're not a filmmaker. You made a ten million dollar movie. You can't be the sole filmmaker on a ten million dollar. I mean, game. it's
0: really interesting to see his development over the years from things like the four rooms and you know, well, like, and
1: uh, here you go. Here's my argument. My favorite
0: Tarantino movie is True Romance. True Romance is his best movie. Because he
1: wrote it and he didn't have anything else to do with it.
0: Yeah. Uh and True if Romance every Tarantino is... movie
1: was like that? That'd be awesome. And I like uh, don't get me wrong, I'd love Tarantino movies.
0: I, I mean, personally, like I, I'm a huge fan of, of Pulp Fiction. I think it's great. I think it's a fantastic. Yeah, Pulp movie. Fiction's good. Um, but what, like I like mean, that's like saying, better. That's
1: like
2: saying you like I don't know. At this point in the cultural
1: lexicon, Pulp Fiction is so it's, like
0: saying it's like a staple. Food
1: knocks in yeah,
0: it's yeah, a staple. It's a
2: staple. But no, it's not even a cult hit. It's a fucking it's a staple. You know? It is.
0: And but like if you watch that and then you watch, you know, Inglorious Bastards and you watch Django, like, it's clearly it's it's a it's a progression. And it's kind of the same way with Tim Burton. And it's actually funny because really? I have an entire sleeve of tattoos based on a Tim Burton movie. And everybody is like, Oh man, you must really love Tim Burton. I'm like, no, I love this movie. I yeah. don't love Tim Burton. There's a lot about Tim Burton I don't like. But this movie is a fantastic movie that's part of my childhood that I love the aesthetic of so much that I thought that it would translate really well to a piece of art on my body. you know what?
2: All Tim Burton did was produce it, come up with a story idea, and then he let Danny Elfman and the guy who animated
1: it, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he let them do everything. Can I clear up a misconception here real quick? Yeah. Have you guys seen the thing going around where it's like, and weenie and then The Corpse Bride, and then Nightmare Before Christmas are all kind of like pseudo sequels? No. And it's like, okay, I get what you're going for. It's a cool thought. Tim but Burton didn't have anything to do with The Corpse Bride. No, he didn't. Everybody says he did because when they advertised it, it's the same animators, and it said "from the people who brought you the Nightmare Before Christmas." So everybody yeah. just assumes that the Corpse Bride is a Tim Burton movie. Is in fact, I don't even think it says not a Tim, Tim Burton Burton's. The it doesn't. Bride. it no, doesn't. It doesn't. He was not involved with it. He it wasn't just involved says, with the movie. From the people who brought you the Nightmare Before Christmas, and everybody assumes that means Tim Burton. Well, that's that's Hollywood marketing doing its fucking job. Oh, they, <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs>
0: it's it's so actually funny because you know. my friend sent me this this meme of this kid um, of an animated. Like, just an animated, uh, meme that just said, um, it was just this kid saying, uh, I wish somebody would talk shit about Bert- Tim Burton, I'd beat their ass. And I'm like, dude, and he sent it to me because of my sleeve, and I was like, I'm not like that at all. Like, in all honesty, I could give a fuck less about Tim Burton. I'll talk shit about anybody. I'll talk shit about people I like. Yeah. I like Darren Arafnowski,
1: but goddamn if he hasn't released some shitty movies. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's solid gold 100%
0: of the time. Nobody.
1: No. Kevin Smith. I mean, one of the biggest Kevin Smith fans on the planet.
0: Jersey Girl um, was the worst sack of shit that ever. He is hit a fan. the
2: fantastic writer, and except for Red State, which I mean was over stylized even of itself, and that was just him trying to break a mold. He's the worst director on the planet. Oh, he's not a good director. I'm not. Okay, that's hyperbole. He's not no. the worst director. He's on the, the worst planet. blocking director. He is awful at covering. His blocking is. So he is nice. I mean, he is he and he will fucking say it. He's like, I am really good at making a movie about two people standing around talking.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I
0: mean, that's the goddamn truth. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. not Amy. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh, he, he's not, in my opinion, one of those directors that you want to put on a blockbuster movie. You just don't want to do it. But
1: they tried. Cop out. Didn't work. Um. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I don't see him working well under a producer.
2: It's. I mean, everything he's done up until Red State and Cop Out was Moj. I mean, and now yeah. he and Moj aren't even working together anymore. Because not for any other reason that they just, Moj wanted to do other things. Part, he had yeah. that fucking, he, had, he produced that documentary, a band called Death. Oh, was, I didn't know that was. Yeah. Um, he produced okay. Free Birds, that fucking turkey movie.
1: I haven't seen that He produced yet. that. I've seen it, it pops up on Netflix. He was
2: a right. he
0: broke a couple episodes, he wrote a couple episodes of uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. I really, really want to see the uh, Calvin and Hobbes documentary on this. It's good. Ah, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I've seen about it's really half fucking good it, It's pretty good. I really want to see we it. We
2: got. We never mentioned this on the last podcast. We got to see fucking Bill Watterson's first original art in almost twenty years yeah. at Heroes Con. Yeah. They had the actual panels of Pearls Before Swine, like the actual yeah the real hand drawn panels. panels, and that was that was really like, cool. That was we saw history. I mean, shit.
0: And uh, priceless we,
2: art. Priceless, yeah.
0: Another thing that I thought was actually, um, really cool, uh...
1: Which is funny that that is, like... It's funny that that's kind of our modern Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Well, we got to see Bill Watterson. Oh, not...
2: Just,
1: we didn't actually see well, Bill Watterson.
0: We saw nobody this, we, Bill Watterson. <laughs> We saw this... Because he's a reclusive shut-in.
1: Priceless comic strip that Bill Watterson
0: drew yeah. in probably ten minutes. <laughs> like, the... The... Actually... Oh, little piece of news that I'll break to you guys right now, and so I'll also break it to the guys on the, uh they are listening in And ladies
1: And ladies I feel like our whole podcast It's a trap it's This yeah. is like a reality TV show Nothing actually happens We just talk about What's gonna happen
0: next Uh, well This is <laughs> This is kinda cool Um I got offered to do Um Actually only a couple of days ago A uh, guy offered to Um Have me He did a film Um For He's an NYU student, and he did a film for the uh, for um, his I think his senior project. Right. And he wants and he wants me to narrate it.
1: Nice. So oh,
0: that's awesome. that'd that'd be pretty cool. Nice. <sighs> Which I think is, and it's a really weird concept, but I'm not going to get into it now. But it's real weird. Talking
1: about projects, I kind of want to. If film. he goes to the fit School of the Arts. Yeah. Talking about projects, I want to film The Crawl and do a, um... Oh, I was just considering documenting The Crawl. Yeah, I want to document The Crawl and throw it up on the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Because we're launching that yeah. in September. We're going to have some cool stuff coming that down the pipes. But... And The Crawl is the 22nd. Yes, Five August days. 22nd. Five days before my birthday. I'm really excited So it's, gonna, about... it's like, going to be my... We're playing a really big show the next night. I think Sherry's birthday is also that night. So the crawl might be the pre-game to <laughs> birthday. So I need to take the crawl off. I should do, I'm should.
2: i just going to take the entire week of my birthday off. What day is the 22nd on? I don't
0: know, dude. I don't, I don't Friday.
2: Know. Okay.
0: But yeah, no, I, I really... I've, I've gotten really more and more excited about um, doing projects and whatnot because... When you start meeting people in the industry, and you start getting people who like you in the industry, and they're like, hey, we're going to throw you a bone, and if this happens, we will contact you about helping us out with it. And that's really nice. Like, it's really, really nice to be able to be somebody who's not a name in the industry at all, and have people who have some sort of established name, even if it's smaller, be like, hey, we'd like to include you in this. It's really... Well, you know what the biggest thing for me
1: is? Is it's just nice... To be around other people who care yeah, about what they're doing. And that's so rare. And you always hear people like, you know, like the, the nerdists. They're always like, people, Chris Hardwick's always like, people ask me how to start doing comedy. And it's like, well, you just do it. And it's yeah. like, well, that's, yes, that's true. But, like, you have to find other people who are really passionate and kind of know what's up. And and it's cool, like you said, like the whole heroes kind of experience, part of what was so fucking cool about that was being around other people who were passionate and more established than us and having them look at us and being like, Man, you guys aren't as established, but you're just as passionate. Yeah. So we're going to take you seriously. Yeah. You know, it's not what you've done, it's it's who you are. Yeah. You know, and that's really cool. And it really, really I wish I learned that lesson when I was fifteen. You know. <laughs> that whole thing was so smooth until you dropped the cup. I just
2: collined all over the place, you guys. <laughs> it's all right, oh we're outside. God. Um,
1: yeah, what, what's our time, man? I don't know. If, I don't even check this stuff anymore. Uh, just get
0: 5432. Well, I mean, I, I don't really have a whole lot else to talk about. If we want to do picks, we can do picks. Uh, I got
2: a pick. Okay. Um... I, um, on Reddit, like, I'm gonna say it was like eight or nine months ago, somebody posted on the Wilmington subreddit, um, something about wanting to start a gaming convention, uh, like do a gaming convention in, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. There's already one in Durham, it's called The Escapist. And it's like, do you, do you guys know what The Escapist is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a gaming website, and they do like zero punctuation and all this so other stuff. So it's things. like video games.
1: Yeah. Okay. I
2: don't know if it's going to be. I'm not. I can't remember if it's just going to be video games or if it's going to be like video games, tabletops, RPGs. And there needs stuff. to be
1: more video game conventions. Actually, it really does. I mean, it's really E3, weird how there's not there's more. There's E3. There's PAX. Well, PAX is seven. Well, there's three PAX.
2: There's, I mean, okay, that was an overstatement. PAX seven, Prime. Yeah. There's PAX East and there's PAX Australia. Um, E3 is industry only. Like. I don't even think, like, and I don't mean, like, I work at stuff, I'm in the industry, I mean fucking industry. Like, yeah. press and other, you know, pu- like that stuff. And yeah. uh, like, is- a
0: few, like, really, really rare passes to get in. Yeah.
2: Um, PAX is always fucking cool, but it's super huge now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is not a bad thing. But I think it's the part of the reason it's so big is because, like, there's Comic-Cons all over the country. Everywhere. Now. Yeah. You know, there's comic conventions and science fiction conventions everywhere. How are they not, like, big? video games are so much Such so So much much of a bigger
0: industry, too. Yeah, it's way broader. How are there not more... Well, because I think it's difficult to say, like, unless you have something to release, like, it's kind of odd to be like, oh, let's just get together and have video games. No, no, no. Because
1: Heroes Con... If you, I mean, obviously the biggest part of Heroes Con is getting to meet the, uh, the you know, the, the artists and having them draw stuff and oh. getting to buy comics and fill out your backstory and stuff. But the panels at Heroes Con were very like, laid back, like these are people who were kind of involved in stuff and it's really interesting to hear them talk about. That would be so cool to just hear like, Oh well, let's you know get the head animator for Halo in and hear him talk about how they made the new Halo game. That's
2: yeah. true.
0: That'd be yeah. that'd be really. I'm
1: cool. not sure if what,
2: like what kind of panels there's going to be or anything, but um, he hit me back up on Reddit and he was like, "Oh hey, DJ Space Ghost, that's my name on Reddit. What up?" <laughs> um, <laughs> it's an old it's an old handle. You're welcome. Um, he's like, so we are going to go forward with this gaming convention. Uh, we have a website, it's, it's gonna be called, uh, the name of the convention is gonna be called, uh, Playthrough Gaming Con. Okay. Playthrough Gaming Convention. And you can go to playthrough, uh, www.playthroughgc.com, uh, there's links to their Facebook and Twitter, and there are links to their Kickstarter as well, and awesome. that's pretty much how they're gonna fund, uh, um, a lot of the ticket sales and a lot of what they're doing
1: is through Kickstarter. Video cool. game conventions would be a really cool place to play indie games. It would also be a really That's good... why I want to go to more gaming Do you know how many indie games there are that you never get to play because there's no demo for it because they can't afford to do that? Yeah. You just kind of have to hope it gets on the Humble Bundle that you can justify spending five bucks on it. Right, but if I got to play it at a con for 20 minutes and it was awesome, dude, I'd spend 10, 15 bucks on It'd a It'd also game. be cool to do... Yeah, that's I mean, how you find out about it You play it at your friend's house And you're like I'm
0: it, gonna buy this It'd yeah. also be really cool To do video game conventions Just for more opportunities To be like There's a ton of people here Let's do tournaments oh, yeah. yeah Let's do like Five dollar buy-in tournaments well, And
1: the, the, the whole networking opportunity We talked about with Yeah
0: Comic book conventions Like, like they just
1: didn't. did
2: Evo And Evo was There was tens of thousands of people At the Evo finals I wanna go to that one year I don't even play Fucking video games Fighting games competitively Yeah But I
0: love Watching it Yeah Actually, it like the final, a little...
2: the grand final this year for Smash Melee mm. was uh, Fox versus uh, Kirby. That's
0: for the the grand final for Brawl Melee. Melee. Oh, for Melee, they don't do Brawl. They I was about to say, I was melee. like, <laughs> yeah, they don't do Brawl. I'm actually a little surprised to hear that Kirby was <laughs> lost. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: Kirby and Fox are both pretty good. Batgirl, nah, uh,
0: melee, not Melee. Melee Kirby's not, not quite. Up to par in consideration of the other character. Fuck it, I don't want to get the into the top. This. Bat-
2: the top Batgirl player won the uh, Injustice panel because uh, Batgirl final dirty. She's dirty as fuck. She beat the shit out of Zod. It was awesome. Oh,
0: they put Zod in it.
2: It's everybody. Yeah, Zod
0: was a Zod was a was a new was a DLC. You, you, yeah. you never played Zod, dude. I I haven't played. I haven't even played Batgirl, dude. Uh, nah. I, but, dude, yeah, time, nah. dude. Last time, uh, last, you played Scorpion. No, I didn't. Did you played any of the DLC? No. All I've played was uh, was Lobo. Yeah, that was the only character that I got to play was Lobo. Oh wow! Else, what, what else happened in Evo? Um... So that's your pick, though.
2: Yeah, playthrough playthrough gaming convention. Play cool. dot Definitely check. Give those guys a shout.
0: Play, I really, I really hope because uh, uh, fucking Ryan at Berg Street was talking about how uh, when he does the uh, the second. The September Con. The September Con. Uh, he wants to run a um, a uh, Hero Clicks demo, so I thought that would be really cool. Yeah. But anyway, Chris, pick. Uh,
1: you know, we we know. talked about this on We Might Be Nerds. It's a comic called Shudder, put out by Image. Uh,
2: weren't we in the panel with the writer of well, Shudder? I don't. Or was
1: that spread? So it was spread. Shudder is actually awesome. And I hadn't heard about it until Brock bought, brought it up. It's uh, so about this girl who is, uh, I'm trying to not spoil it too much because it's kind of weird and hard not to, to spoil it, but it's in a uh, alternate modern timeline where aliens coexist with humans on Earth. And there's this girl who it comes from a long line of what they call explorers, and she's kind of predestined to become an explorer. And, uh, at the end of the first arc, uh, she kind of gets, you know, she decides she doesn't want to do this and she kind of gets sucked into it anyway at the end of the first issue. And, uh, so it's really cool. I don't want to ruin it. Um, if you want to listen to, we might be nerds, we, we dissect it and ruin it if you want to hear that. Um, but basically it's really cool. It's a good time to get into it because there's four issues out now. It seems like the fifth issue is going to be the end of the first arc. That's usually how that works because that's a trade and, uh, and the, fifth entry comes out August 15th so check that out it was really good cool
0: Um, my pick is something that I have just been looking into haven't gotten a chance to really put my hands on yet Um, the quick start for D&D 5.0 just came out Um, I think if anyone has been interested in checking out what D&D is all about and RPG tabletop gaming and stuff uh, this seems like it's going to be a pretty easy comprehensive system it seems like it's gonna be much more simple to get into than some of the past iterations. Uh, it also seems but like not it's- But broken more... like
1: four, hopefully. But
0: not stupid like- Cause four. that was the whole
1: point of four was to bring in new players. Yeah, but, but they did
0: they they it in a really overboard with
2: way. They brought in new players but completely alienated the, their other The players. only thing that
1: I do appreciate about four is that with the red box, they have a quick start, a game master quick start rule. Yeah. So if you've never had been a GM and you've wanted to play D&D And you don't know any GMs and you want to play anyway As much as I hate to say it Hopefully 5 is just as good yeah. But 4.0 is a good way to start If absolutely
0: nobody you know knows anything about D&D Yeah um, You can tell how
2: unaccepted 4E was Because they were like, okay, we'll scrap that We'll just go on to 5 Right.
0: There is no four five. It's, yeah, just, it's, just, it's just went to the Are these, Are up. they
2: calling it 5E or are they still calling it D&D next? I,
0: I haven't I didn't see a title Cause as
2: far as I know, they were calling it. But I mean, it's fucking fifth
0: edition. Yeah, uh, but well, it's like two I've only really 2. ever 2. met. Uh, I've only really uh, ever met two people advanced. who like D and D four a lot. And in all honesty, I played it with you guys and Adam a couple times. I never. And played I wasn't for you. true. Well, I wasn't really too terribly impressed with that. And then I tried to play it again with uh, a guy I know from Louisville, and I was like. It's not I great. Hate this.
1: There's better roleplay, if you want to jump into a roleplaying game, if you- Outbreak is a great way to start. Always wanted, well, Outbreak's a little- White Wolf. White Wolf's good. White Wolf's good. Old.
0: Uh, world uh what, Shattered
1: Dimensions systems. Cause they're D6, they're kinda meant to be- Yeah. Savage Worlds. Yeah, I'm D6. sorry about Savage world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just like, break out a box of boxing- Break- Break open your box of Yahtzee dice and- Yeah. You know. And there's quick start rules online.
2: And yep. you can pretty much apply any fucking campaign setting ever. So much better than D&D 4.
0: Yeah.
1: Unless um, you really want to play D&D.
2: If you want to hear D&D 5 or D&D Next played, um, at PAX Crime 13 they did their Acquisitions Incorporated game that they do every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they run oh. an earlier version of 5th. Cool. So check
1: that out on the Penny Arcade website. Very cool.
2: got
1: is yeah, there a Scooby-Doo it? role-playing game? No, nope, a mystery, mystery game. B. How much fun would that be as a one-off? A mystery game? No, but like, like, well yes, a mystery game, but like, very much like kind of, uh. Hanna-Barbera. That, well not, I mean not necessarily in the Scooby-Doo universe, but something that's kind of like over the top, like, have a good lucky fun, let's solve this mystery, like. Where it's like, because I know Doctor Who is much more about problem solving than it is about fighting. Yeah. It'd be really cool to have, like, a mystery game that's, that's just we're about, clues. like, yeah, dude. I remember really cool the, uh, They kind of built
0: for one-offs like that. I remember I used to actually, like, when I would go to parties in high school and stuff, they'd have those, um, little one-time mystery games. Yeah. Like, yeah. where everybody would be assigned. Oh, yeah, like, um, like, murder like the murder mystery. Yeah, the murder movie. mystery. Like, I remember for, um, one of my friend's birthdays in high school, me and my girlfriend went. Um, and it was a Halloween slash birthday party, and uh, I went dressed as like a nineteen sixties hippie. I really want to do one of those, and I got to be Jimi Hendrix. I'm going to really tentatively
1: cool. say that I want to do a um, for the YouTube network. I want to do a Christmas special that cool. is a uh, murder mystery dinner party. That'd be cool. Oh, oh, that we can just go around down. and film it, and kind yeah. of like have multiple cameras so we're getting. So that like the viewer gets kind of the inside information, not he gets like to play a
0: real life clue.
1: They don't get to know like who the murderer is, obviously, but they get yeah. to see some of the politics happening that the whole group's not necessarily privy to. Yeah, I think that'd be a really cool experience. Put it's up multiple rich. cameras for coverage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and have a few people like on just handy cam. Um, would you guys want to play a Star
0: Wars role playing? Fuck yeah, dude! I like Star Wars, dude. Star Wars RPG was my first tabletop. That I ever played. What system was it? Uh, it was. I started playing in 2000. Because
2: I've been reading, I've been reading a lot of the EU novels, and I'm starting to get a really good grasp of. Story well, storytelling, storytelling in the, in the in the Star Wars universe. So I
0: played whatever what, iteration What the
2: fuck am I talking about? I haven't even finished my goddamn
1: World of Darkness campaign.
2: No, <laughs> never mind.
1: Um, I don't have time to run my own campaign, so I'm probably not going to have a whole lot of time to play in a whole lot of campaigns. I barely have time to play in the campaign I'm playing. Yeah. Alright, it's pushing nine thirty.
0: Yeah, there let's uh let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Yep. We'll no. have a guest for you next time. Yes.
2: And um Fester, if we if you're listening, um, you have our full support. We love you. We know everything's kinda rocky right now, but everything will turn around. Alright buddy, go out and touch some butts.